1: Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. It's on the back of another delightful 1 1 draw in League One. Um, A a familiar scoreline is myself and Gareth Parker and Richard Easterbrook, who also joined us. Say hello quickly, Richard. Hello, quickly, Richard. Um, yes, as we discussed on the reaction pod, so we're back again to have the same conversation as we had yeah. uh, on Saturday. Uh, no Stephen tonight, um, so it's just us two, and also the delightful, most positive man in Britain, it's uh, James Ray. Oh, yeah, I'm
2: a... Yeah, well, still, still just about the most positive yeah. man in Britain, possibly. I yeah. don't know. The, fo- <laughs> the former... <laughs>
1: The, the former most positive man. Yeah. The artist <laughs> forming him on as the most positive man in Britain.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. I thought I can't um you know break that down on the spot. I'm not gonna even try um mm-hmm. into an acronym. Maybe we could break that down in an acronym and then use it as a pod title. Maybe I'll do that later. Yeah. Um so as I say, Sunderland. <sighs> I wouldn't say Labour do a 1-1 draw because it was kind of a reverse Labour really because we Labour in the first half and then kind of after taking the lead and then kind of accelerated in the second half but were thwarted um, by well maybe some bad decision making a bit, bit of um, bad fortune uh, in the second half maybe um, but ultimately another draw Drop points, two wins from seven in the league. Um, how are you gonna lift us, James? Come on, make us well, feel good again.
2: Well, um, I mean, it's like you guys sort of said on Saturday. It was very reminiscent of uh, the eighteen nineteen season. Um, in performance and uh, just sort of the general feeling, I think, among a lot of the fan base at the minute. But in terms of positives, I mean, there there are obviously a couple. I mean, first of all, uh, you know, Diaku's goal was was good. Um, You know, it was a good move. Good from him, showed some composure to finish it well, especially early on in the game, because a lot of people had sort of, and me included, sort of commented that he doesn't really start games well when he has started for us. But I think obviously he did start, at least in an attacking sense, quite well on there. on Saturday, with the goal sort of epitomising that. Obviously, he does have his defensive issues, uh, but he's not a defensive player. He is definitely not comfortable playing in that position. He's not played a lot of first-team football anywhere. He's obviously playing in a new country, in a new league, and I think it's quite a lot to expect him to suddenly turn into a, you know, a competent league one, left wing-back, having really never played there. Um, And like I said, with the caveats of of moving over and stuff, and he does have ability, though. I think he is obviously inconsistent, um, but... The goal definitely displayed um, the good side of his game. You know, the quick movement of the ball, calm finish. Um, and, you know, again, he seems to really enjoy playing for us. His celebration sort of was full of enthusiasm. He, he does play with enthusiasm. He just doesn't always do the right things at the right time. And throughout the first half, he was trying to get stuck in. It's just he positionally and sort of just generally speaking, he's not, he's obviously not that comfortable, but at least he's trying. Uh, I know the comments been made before um, that, you know his attitude is 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 better than than other players. Maybe you, who we've had in the past to come in with, with in similar circumstances. At least he is trying to get better, and he is still plugging away. Um, I think the other positive is obviously the onslaught we we put on Oxford in the second half. I think really, like you said, it was kind of like a game of two halves, but the other way around, the way it usually is. And um, we, you know, we created some good chances. Hit the woodwork. Um, on another day, we'd have, we'd have probably won three one quite easily. I think um, even. Even with the caveats of obviously well, you know, well, we obviously didn't score, so the finishing wasn't up to par. I think I think we were quite unlucky that we one of those chances didn't go in because yeah. there wasn't a lot Stewart could have done more, really. I don't think with, with his when he hit the bar. I think yeah. he was, it was it pretty unfortunate. I thought Broadhead had a good <clears throat> game as well. Winchester looked good in midfield, actually. I think that'll be another positive we could maybe look at. I think yeah. he's definitely staking a claim to be moved back there on a permanent base even when he doesn't have to be. Um Maybe we'll, so, we'll, yeah, we'll, that's my we'll, semi-positive roundup. Yeah, I, mean, I course, feel really positive now.
0: We didn't even talk about the goal during the reaction, yeah. but like, we well, kind talk, of glossed over it. Let's talk about it now. I mean, I know what
1: you're saying on Jack. On and to be fair, I think you can sort of give him a, f- give him a little bit, um, add some caveats in there for him. I think it, it, he has been... It's a big ask, I think. Like you know, just because he's signed from Bayern Munich doesn't mean he's mean he's gonna he's gonna be automatically good. Like, and I think there was this whole thing where it was like, oh, he's covering there. You know, it's it's a it's a completely different experience for him, and ultimately, yeah, he's gonna he should be judged the same as anyone else. But I think, like Jim said, there, Richard, um, at least he, he does he wants to get better. He does try. I don't know that yeah. should be like the bare minimum anyway, but I think you know he's been asked to do something there. You know, play like left wing back.
0: Yeah. It,
1: it's and not it's not really it's it's not it's that's gonna be difficult particularly for
0: him, but he's gonna do the job. Yeah. And you can kind of see that he's that he is that he is developing. Um and and what you have there is a very a very raw player but it's it's a very promising player. Um you know one that has all the tools given the right coaching and kind of if he follows the, you know, the, the, the right path, he, he he could be a success. Um, It's not as if they're like, it's not, it's not as if he's like a complete, uh, like not, not a guarantee to ever make it the there's, there's definitely a player in there. So, so I'm, I'm willing to kind of, to see how it goes with him. And also it's, it's league one. It's it's a great development league. um. It, it's it's much more of a development league, development league than the, the championship is. So so we we kind of afford to kind of blood those kind of players through and and, and see how they develop for us.
1: I think uh, he, he very much like he'd be a bit of a match of the day player or a questioner, yeah. I guess it would be because yeah. like if you're a fan of an opposition club, you, you're looking at you maybe if you're watching, you not, might notice like some of the goals he scored are quite eye catching. You might be like, oh, he must be like he must be good. And then yeah. and then, when you see him for a, the entirety of a game, however long he lasts in it, you can see the, the flaws in there as well. So,
2: I think, I think as well, just just quickly on him also, I think it's it was, it, the timing of that goal. Because previously, like we'd sort of, I think it was Mickey, you'd sort of quite rightly said that the goals he'd got so far have been like, you know, the, the fourth goal and a 5-0 yeah. and yeah. the third goal. That, whereas on Saturday, that was the opening goal in a big home game in the first 10 minutes. So like the direct opposite of those previous other types of goals. So mm. I think that as well shows that he hopefully is going to be more than just like the player to put the cherry on top of the cake. And I think if you look at, I mean, that is three league goals as well. I mean, it's not obviously a great deal, but he's there's not many have scored more than him in our squad, apart from Ross Stewart. And he's not he probably played less minutes than a lot of the other players who haven't scored as many goals as him. So he's not all bad. I mean, obviously, like yeah. you say, he's very raw. But I think he does show promising signs. I think just obviously defensively is the main issue. But I don't know playing how much defending wingers for Bayern Munich 2 have to do. Probably not that much compared to what, def- what wing-backs in League 1, especially for clubs trying to get promoted, have to do in terms of you know the application and, and stuff. So it is going to be a learning curve for him. But he seems game for it. And you know I think although he came with a big a lot of pressure maybe from fans thinking he's going to be great. I mean, obviously there was obviously the caveat, if he was that good, he probably wouldn't be signing for a League One team from Bayern Munich. It's not, he obviously never was the finished article, but some things I don't like that I see, but I like more that I do see, if you know what I mean, in terms mm, of what yeah. he could do. Um, if you look at others, other players with bigger reputations and more experience have not done as well in terms of a goal return, for example, for Sunderland in this division than he has already. So I think we've got to give him some, some time there.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's that's fair enough. I know the lad has mentioned you know he is out of form on uh, the Thursday pod, but you know con- considering the circumstances, you know he did ba- he did battle on there. Um, you know the players who I think deserve a mention. I know we mentioned him on the reaction, but definitely Pritchard. You know I thought last few yeah. weeks he's looked like the kind of player we would hope we are getting. And he was I thought he was really influential. Um,
0: on on Saturday, in, in in many aspects, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Johnson's Johnson's kind of said that he could be the he could be the man that un- unlocks the doors. Um, whether that means he's he's got a career as like a caretaker ahead of him, or whether he's actually going to be like <laughs> groundkeeper Willie, <a> really... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think um, you know, Saturday showed that he's got that to his game, and it's it's good to see um. You know we've 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 hung our hung our hat on the likes of Aidan McGeady and um and it, and it's good that we've got another player that can that can do that a similar kind of job. Um, you know the goal that he scored, um, the goal he scored in uh, midweek the other week with the curling shot into the top corner that was very mcgeady esque. So it's good to have another another player that has that in his locker but it can also Does it remind kind me of, that he yeah, was yeah. a bit like him as well. The, the, like the way the little yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think, I think he played really well. I think it's, with him, he's never been fit. I know that's obviously part of the reason, again, why we've probably been able to <laughs> sign him is possibly his fitness issues, but I think he, he does look like he's getting fitter and fitter each week. Yeah, by far his best game for us yeah. on on Saturday. He had shown flashes of this previously, but I think he knitted together a, a performance there that was better than any other player on the pitch. I think it would be quite safe to say in terms of you know the impact he had for us. He certainly was a constant threat. He got through a lot of work defensively. He, he you know, he, he was got the assist for Diaku and he was consistently trying to create chances all the way through. Um and if he keeps playing like that, he's gonna get goals at this level. Because you can see why more and more he he has played at the higher level, I know the price tag the price tag he price tag he'd had previously was a bit of a stick that was used to beat him with, but I think you can see why he's not maybe worth a lot of money. Why he's worth a lot of money now. He definitely is looking like a, a player who can have an impact in the third tier. And I think if we can keep him fit, he's going to be really important for us moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's the key, isn't it? Keeping him, keeping him fit, kind of wrapping him in cotton wool after each game and, and getting him out like a, like a fine crystal glass.
1: <laughs> but I think it's interesting as well because I thought Embleton was really good when he came on. Um, again, yeah. maybe the final ball lacking slightly, but he was really positive. And when he got the ball, it's a funny one because they're kind of vying for the same position, really, aren't they? So in the back, th- if you, well, you know, if you play in that back three or whatever with the wing backs, how do you accommodate them both? Um, do you know? Do you know what I mean? If you want to play them both together, um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. What happens there? Hopefully, it'll
2: it'll it'll be a bit of competition between them. Maybe yeah. both push, push each other on, and I think Ableton yeah, can can play flexibly. Um, I know he's he, he did have a bit of a poor game out wide for us not long ago. I can't remember mm. who it was against. Where uh, there? But I think in a push, we could have them both in. But I think what you'd want more than more than anything else is for it to be a case of whoever's in the best form plays, and they're both good players. I mean, Ableton's got his got his own strength as well, his two-footedness, his, his ability to hit a goal from range and I think he just needs to work on his consistency a bit. I think he started the season well but he's kind of dropped off since he had the sending off and, and I think he was injured for a couple of games as well, wasn't he? So I think he needs runs of games. He's looked more recently like he did kind of when we sent him on loan to Blackpool. i uh, a a bit flattering to deceive whereas I think he hit the ground running at the start of the season obviously with confidence from from being away last season and I think if he gets a run of, a run of games in the side as well he could be another one who can do it, and like you say, the issue is fitting them both in. But I guess the manager's job in it. I think I think it's doable. I think if players are informed, they're both good footballers. It doesn't they don't have to just play number ten. I think we can be creative with how we use them, as long yeah. as they buy into it. I think that's the key.
0: Yeah, I think I think one thing to remember with that. Well, one thing notes with that is that you, you could play. You know, you could have Pritchard and Embleton as part of a midfield three, but then you'd have to consider. Dropping one of Winchester and and Neil, um, maybe there's an argument for, for taking Neil out the the firing line for a bit because he's, it is noticeably he's noticeably off the boil. Um, he's quieter, isn't
2: he? Isn't he? He's yeah. doing it. Yeah, he's not playing. Like actually playing badly, but he's not mm. doing anything standout good. Like he was doing at least one or two sort of really really quality things each game. Yeah. sort of early in the season and, and recently it's been more like he's just sort of been yet yeah, just another midfielder. And I think we do notice because a lot of what's good that we did earlier in the season came through him. Absolutely. He created a lot of chances, didn't he? And it, you know, there was assists, but there was also starting moves earlier on. In the pitch, not necessarily playing the ball for the assist, but getting the ball out wide to come back in, that sort of thing. And I think possibly you're right. He does need a bit of a break. He's only a young lad. This is, I mean, he's not, not played a first-team game for us in the league till this season, so. Yeah. It is I mean, a been case of been in the deep end,
1: is not it? Sorry, Dad. It's all right. No, I was just saying, I mean, he ain't going to get a break in the moment. So, well, no, you know, of course. Regardless. Not at the moment, no, but so I mean, just gotta, ideally in the future. Yeah, I mean, he's just got <clears> to <throat> manage it best he can, um, given the situation at the moment. I mean, to quickly talk about uh, the goal conceded at the weekend and a sort of wider point in that, feels as though recently, you know, we do seem to be shooting ourselves in the foot. That's yeah. sort of twice in a week. Yeah, very different teams, different competitions, but where a player's been robbed of the ball um, and they've scored from it. You think back to the goal, the Mansfield goal that we concede, we lose that game 1-0 and that's Burge kicking the ball straight to one of their players. Um, You know, you you look at the fine margins, we're definitely not attacking as fluently as we did earlier in the season. Um, And that means that You've really got to make sure if you do get ahead in the game or it's nil-nil, you don't throw the game away. And it's like in yeah.
2: four-star, isn't it? It's like yeah. you just, mm. we were literally, even if you just watch the clip of the replay, of the goal, there's like two or three points during that where you're thinking, Gooch, what are you doing? It's like yeah. it's totally, totally unnecessary. And I, I know, obviously, it's not just him, like Bernie Wright's at fault as well, but I think, you know, it's, when you combine it, like you say, with other similar instance we've had I think there's almost a bit of it's not necessarily complacency but I do think there is it like he's Gucci's clearly not really thinking about what he's doing there in doing the way he should be I think they're
1: probably think I think they're probably thinking we're supposed to play this way yeah. like this yeah. is the way we play and then it's almost like that you know this whole philosophy thing that gets drilled into them or whatever and now they're in a situation where it's almost like you got to like it's like a system override to like yeah. longer yeah. sort of thing. Well, that's thing. it. I mean, yeah. you
2: know, there's there's teams in the top of the game. You know, in the Premier League who have systems that they play that are based around possession, but when they're in positions like that they still get rid of it. You can't tell me if, you know, a possession-based team in the Premier League, their defenders would, wouldn't would just get rid of that because they definitely would and that's what yeah. Gooch should have done. And you're right. I think it's just a case of he's in he, there needs to be a balance in the way that we play. And I think obviously Gooch has been out of the team quite a bit as well. So possibly he's not Maybe in the, in the full swing of it, yeah, either I don't want to make too many excuses for him because it was it was a shocking mistake that really yeah. is, is pretty much inexcusable, but at the same time, moving forwards, hopefully Johnson is spending the time he's got with them uh, at the minute to really try and drill in, like you said, the lack of mistakes we need to make because we're not we're not scoring three or four every week anymore, so we have to make the goals count that we do
1: score. yeah um, <clears throat> looking at the the forward areas it's interesting more well, with Stewart and Broadhead I'm kind of touching on this one on the reaction as well Stewart's obviously due a goal um, but it does feel as though in recent weeks he's kind of coming out of dangerous areas and I don't know if that's because Broadhead's in the team as well um, I'm not saying that they don't work as a as a pair but at the same time it's funny isn't it because there's always that you know, desire. It's like, well, the more forwards you put on, the more goals you score. And it, I, I feel <laughs> as though almost... We did look... When we went to the one up front in the second half and Broadhead went wide, we looked a lot more effective.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Stewart and, does play the lone striker role really well. Like, I think he probably suits his game because it allows him to combine his his physical presence with his with his speed, but then also he can then arrive in the box. I mean, the amount of goals he scored, where you get his one against Rotherham, the one he scored against Wickham, the two of them against Crew as well, where it's like he was just arriving in the right position at the right time or he was able to carry the ball from deep. And I think when he is playing in a two, it does limit him to do that a bit because obviously Broadhead's going to be in some of his space. Yeah. Um, I think, like, to be fair as well, like like you say, in the second half, Stuart really... When he hit the woodwork, that that was a classic sort of Ross Stewart moment. You know, he scored goals that have looked like that before. And, you know, that that was more like, and that was when he was playing as a lone striker. So, yeah, I think you could be right. But at the same time, there has been moments where they combined well together, especially against sort of, you know, I guess, if, if you like the poorer teams, like that game against Cheltenham, where, they, you know, them playing together re- was really, really a threat they couldn't handle. I think it's a case we have to tailor it to the opposition we're playing because, Against some teams will want the two strikers, but I think Stewart can do offer a unique type of threat when he plays up front on his own because he is such an unusual yeah. player in the combination yeah. of physicality and speed that not yeah. many players have.
1: I think he's um, a really good, like you say, lone centre forward, and I feel as I'd rather... Like Broadhead, although he's looked decent, this isn't a criticism of him, I'm just not sure is he. he's probably a lone centre forward. I don't mm. think he's I don't think he's one who plays off. I don't think he's a wide player particularly. I think we've got to get him in the team, and I'd probably play him in one of the wide areas at the moment, especially considering the injuries, et cetera, we've got.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of point I kind of stumbled upon on Saturday was that they're not a partnership as such, the two lone strikers playing yeah. in the same in the same team. And that that I mean, that that obviously brings a few got... problems, but it it brings brings opportunities as well. But you can't and
1: also they've they've played football in an era that is it's one up front. Absolutely. That they, yeah. they, they haven't played in a two up front era. You know, you get three, four threes now, so you've got like but even then that you've got a central striker. Yeah. Um but generally the two up top is it's not, not many a com- it's not a common all. it's not a common thing. So yeah. even in if even, even if you're playing a, th- a three at the back, oftentimes you'll have the two. Midfielders behind the forwards, either narrow or wide. So, can't blame them for it not magically working because it just isn't something. It just isn't something that people do anymore. I mean, there's what probably like in the top sort of two or three divisions. Certainly, in the top two divisions, you can probably count one and the amount of teams who play two. Or I don't think of really you know, any at all. Burn- they? I mean, in Burnley, the yeah, probably Burnley in the Premier League. Um and that's about it really. Yeah, <laughs> I know what Leicester did when they won the league when they played that diamond midfield. Yeah, and, but again, that's a unique situation. Again, that like just all came together. Um, and it was the right mix, but these are lads who, well, all all through their professional careers have played in a in a sort of a one up front system. Um, so it's, no, it it just it just.
2: I think given you know, Broadhead being the younger of the two, and also having played out wide, you know, in in his yeah. career, I know he's on loan and something, He's probably the one you would move out wide. Oh like yeah, definitely, definitely. move Stuart. Sta- no, no chance. I mean, and he's the established. He's the established sort of main yeah. man. If you like, he's the main. He's the big gun, isn't he? He's the one. Yeah. Had, and he's earned the right to be that as well because he yeah. he's in double figures for goals this season. He's still
1: scoring well, one and he's still going one and one and two. I mean, if he finishes yeah. the season scoring one and two, you'd say brilliant, well done. Yeah, Fantastic. So, Especially for his
2: first full season in it. I know yeah. it's League One, but he's yeah. he's you know he's he's only played for like what Ross County yeah. and various other yeah. sort of rubbish Scottish teams before. So it's, it will be a step up for him, and he's yeah, handling
0: yeah. it really well. Yeah. Um, Ross County fan club are going to be absolutely furious yeah. now. Yeah,
2: sorry, Ross. <laughs> sorry, sorry to that one stag. <laughs> Who's the fan? I, <laughs> I mean, we'll
1: we'll move on to the game tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Now, um, briefly, um, and then in the the second part of the show, we'll talk about the other thing. Um, so, in terms of options, it will be interesting to see if he just attempts to freshen it up. I can't see him starting to yak you again. Personally, um, I've got a feeling like, I mean, in terms of options, I mean, who, who's he got really first-team options who he could bring in? Well, Embleton and <laughs> O'Brien are probably the only two, aren't they, really?
2: Yeah, the thing for me is, I know Morecambe on, on paper aren't a great team, but they've got Cole Stockton, their strike is the top scorer in the league. He's had an incredible run of form. I think we're going to have to be slightly, well, more than slightly wary of him. I think he's scoring. He score, I've I've sort of watched some clips of the, some of the goals he scored this season, and he no. does he does look really good. I know he's he's their one player. Well, he, but he could he
1: be could he be um their I'm not saying. Well, the, yeah, he, he's taught, he's, he's he scored, scored them, like he's, twelve he's, goals he's, or something.
2: He he's, he's scored more than anybody else, has not he? That's the thing. He's top of the top of the goal scoring. He? he he scored um so as that halfway line ridiculous goal. He does he scored to good, twice,
1: has not he? For the yeah, yeah, line, So we, we're
2: going to have to. We can't be, you know, being sloppy in possession at the back because he'll be—he's—he's he's going to be in the form of his life at the minute. So we're going to have to really focus on the back. I think that's going to be the key. I think if we can focus at the back, going forward we'll be fine because they do concede a lot of goals more. Yeah. I think we're going to. So yeah, I think you're right. We're possibly Diaku to come out just to rest him, but certainly have him on the bench as, as an impact if and when we need him. I think Pritchard, if fit to do so, definitely deserves to start again. I'd go Stewart up top on his own as well. Yeah.
1: I think um, you, I think if you the team that kind of finished the game at yeah. the weekend, with the exception of Billy Wright not being at right back, because mm-hmm.
2: that's no. just an me, absolute
1: big, big and huge no for me.
2: No, definitely out of the three centre backs, he's the one you wouldn't put there. Um, yeah, Fl- Flanagan, like like I think was mentioned in the chat earlier, was was signed as a fullback, so maybe yeah. give him a go there. If not Flanagan, then just not right because he's the slowest yeah. and. And just generally the least fullback like player. I mean, I yeah. think Hoffman probably looks more like a fullback than Bailey Wright, does. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's just not a not an avenue I want to go down really ever again.
1: I mean it's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? And how we're gonna do that because we, we are so you know in bother with injuries, and I think as we've seen over the course of the games in the the trophy, we're clearly there's no no one really ready to step up in that position either. So I know some Winchester. people like, well, I mean, to be honest, I'd, 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 you could put Stardust exactly wide and bring Embleton into the middle mm-hmm. um, as an option and then have Winchester at right back, um, which I think against Morgan... I'd be happy to do that. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, I think that
2: we need to focus on the on the on the centre backs most. I think just yeah. because of the threat they have it from their one striker, possibly Younger to come in and Flanagan to move wide. I mean, Younger's looked okay, but it's, it's a bit. Well, remix, I mean, but then it? but you
1: wouldn't but you wouldn't you wouldn't need to change the back line, would you? Because no, that's I mean, true. Actually, yeah, uh, you know, it would just be right and. and I was with Go- I was and, with and then Gooch, Gooch should well, be at uh, Gooch should yeah. be at left back, wouldn't he? I think I Gooch didn't, I didn't mind Gooch at left back. Didn't well, I mean, he's had he a bit of a, a stinker, didn't he? At, at times, Gooch. I mean, he's got a good attitude, hasn't he, he? So I think he
2: will come back. He'll be looking to bring yeah. it back, right, I
1: think, won't he? I mean, I thought he was really good against uh, um Cambridge. But well, quite poor at the weekend, but I think that's a, that's a Linden Gooch him. story, isn't it? It's <laughs> like
0: <laughs> I think when he moved to left back, I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah, he was he was he was
1: he was I mean the second half the team we had for the jury we, we, we looked half, more we, comfortable we didn't we, in the second yeah. half.
2: We, we looked way dominate. more
1: comfortable. Yeah. So I think that was
2: also familiarity with the system as well to an extent, because like we had we went back to having Stewart up there on his own gooch.
1: Yeah. Cause he's
2: cause obviously like I guess cause he's not a specialist fullback anyway. to him, point, it doesn't matter too much whether it's left or right that he does. Yeah. And like you say, his he, attributes do suit. Sort of the left back role in the way that he can get forward, but he also does diligently work hard. So yeah, stick him there again
0: for I me. Mean. I don't mind switching to something like less like a four two three one and more like a four one four one. So moving Winchester out wide and maybe having Embleton, Pritchard, yeah, in, the, Pritchard in the two in central, the middle, yeah, central, and um, and maybe Neil sitting, and, and sitting, and Neil sitting in the end sitting. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that would be what I'd be looking to do as
1: well, and and. I just think that would give us the best balance with the group we've got at the moment.
2: Because we will we will pose them a huge threat going forward. I mean, Stuart, Pritchard, um, well, whoever does play out of I mean, presumably Broad will play again, even if it is out wide. We we've definitely got the tools to hurt them. I think I think in the midfield, we need to make sure we win the midfield battle, we'll move the ball forwards and then just be diligently defensive against against Cole Stockton Because if we do that, we'll nullify that he is their one threat. So if yeah. we nullify him. They don't really it's not like they've got other players. He scores most of their goals. And when he when he doesn't score, they I was looking at their results before, they they don't win. Yeah. So or even normally score.
1: <laughs> I mean we can't the thing is or like you know say we're arrogant or whatever, but there's not there's no way on earth that we should be losing or dropping points to Morgan at home if you want to get promoted automatically. You could you can't you can only drop so many points, you've got you've got you know we need the next two games to get back over that two points per game.
2: I'd like to see a score score if you. I'd, I'd like it. Yeah, it might sound arrogant to say, but I would like. I would like us to get three, three or well, more. I we need it. it. We've got to
1: You know, turn. we we've got a. You know, the long term goal in this season is to finish in that top two. So after forty six games, we'll have been the top two. So Morton at home should be an opportunity that you say, right? We win this game, win it comfortably, get your goal difference. Back towards where it should be. I mean, like the, have... like the
2: Cheltenham game. I think it's yeah. probably similar in some regards to that yeah. game in terms of they're probably similar standards to Cheltenham. I mean, yeah. looking at the league table, weirdly, Cheltenham are actually like mid-table.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, this is this is it, isn't um, it? Quite. But we kept more in the league, which surprised yeah. me
2: when I, when I noticed that. But, um... yeah. I mean, if there's any more, <laughs> <laughs> fans che- about the league. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, if is, given how bad they were. Well, we them.
1: If there's any Morton fans checking in and thinking oh, arrogant or whatever, it's it's not that. It's just like. The goal, the goals of the two sides are very different, you know. Malton, than we're looking to stay up and we'll be, we're looking to get promoted.
2: And the one thing we can't do is be complacent. Like we, They do pose yeah. a threat. We just have to nullify it and, and, and do oh, what yeah, we absolutely. should do in this yeah, situation, yeah. Absolutely. which is beat them because, we, you know, it's, like you say, it's yeah. the goal. We can't. If Lee Johnson, the summer manager, can't set us up to beat this Morecambe team, then it, there is serious issues yeah. need to be, questions need to be asked. Yeah. Sorry, because... He, it is a winnable game, despite about exactly. being a very good striker. It's not. And
1: if you flip it, if you flip it on its head, if you were looking at the other teams who are around us and you saw the ad Morgan, you'd be like, "Oh well, that's three points for them." And then you'd say, "If they drop any points, by blimey." Well, case in point, MK Dons beat them four
2: 0 last week, didn't they? At home, so they? they're a team near us on okay. the table.
1: So, okay. there you go. so yeah, we got yeah. We got to be like, so sorry, Morton fans, if there's any Morton fans listening, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not, don't mean to be like a. You know, an arrogant, whatever. But like, yeah, we, we have we have to make you know we have to make sure we we get the three points and and, and do it comfortably just to give people a a bit of confidence as well and a bit of, and a bit and of the belief. players'
2: confidence as well. I think I think yeah. there's a bit of belief. You can notice the belief in some of the yeah. players isn't what it was earlier in the season. We need yeah. to get that back as well as, as yeah. well as with the fans. Also.
1: Yeah. Um so we'll leave it there from the football perspective I guess Um, and then when we come back um, we'll have a little bit of a chat um, following on from the Red and White Army um, collective sports collective meeting that took place last week Selling a little or a lot?
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. As many people... um, We'll be aware that the um, Supporters Collective meeting that took place last week, was it last? The 30th of November, was it? It took place, Tuesday? Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's an opportunity, obviously, for the Red and White Army or the Supporters collectives to attend, meet club officials, and ask any sort of burning questions that there may be. Um obviously there was a resurfacing recently of certain people involved in the club, as we know, as they are board members, but there was many sort of people, there was an understanding that they didn't have anything to do with it. The, the, the sort of day to day run of the club. And I think as a result of that, there's been a few further questions asked, even though there was some suspicions before that maybe what we thought the takeover was may not be. Now, that's not saying that is the case and not trying to sort of be negative or sort of create conspiracies or anything like that. But obviously the big thing to come out of the meeting was when asked um, about the um, the percentage shareholding within the club um, across the the ownership group, um, how that stood. Um, the, the question was, well, there was basically the refused to, to answer the question um, on the basis that it was confidential. Now, since then, I know there's been a lot of discussion about, well, if there's an NDA in place, then, you know, they can't say anything. So why are people complaining? Well, there was no mention <laughs> of an NDA in the meeting. Um, it only came to light afterwards that there was an NDA in place. So I don't know why that wasn't, like, surely you just say, there's an NDA in place, we can't discuss that. You wouldn't, you kind of say that later it's just it just seems strange to me um but yeah it's it's created a little bit of a I don't know a bit of concern in some quarters maybe that you know just I did say to be fair that Carol Louis-Dreyfus has the the controlling stake in the football club and um, however we don't know what that stake is um and how the other how 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 the percentage of the football club, maybe that he has. Um, I guess we don't know for sure if that means we're hamstrung at all. Um, so yeah, it's a but it's like more questions than answers, isn't it? I mean, I'm yeah. the expert on this thing. I mean, Chris well, would have done the pod if he could, but he can't. So I'm sure many people would be <clears throat> disappointed and delighted in equal measure depending on where you stand. <clears throat> Uh, but I mean, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as just like somebody who goes to the match and, you know, it's is kind of had the fingers burned a few times when it comes to end ownerships, getting excited about potentially what we're going to do, whatever, based on whoever's taken over. I think now it's a case of, you know, you do proceed with a bit more caution. Yeah. I think we did get a bit of flack at the start of the scene for being a little bit more cautious about the amazing transfer approach set up or whatever. Um, and it's always like if you ask a question or whatever, it's like perceived to be negative and it feels as though it's kind of rearing its head again. There seems to be a bit more of a analytical approach in, in terms of people maybe aren't thinking that so much as, you know, last time it was... You can't, how dare you say this, like the, the intention of these people are brilliant. You know, you're the devil if you disagree with these people. Whereas now I think of people are a little bit more, which is good, I think. That's been a positive thing. Could be yeah. all fuss over nothing, but at the same time, it's good to see people maybe asking questions where they wouldn't have last time.
0: Yeah, I it's, know it's perfectly perfectly right to ask the question. Um, and to kind, to kind of get a little the. The small amount of blowback that 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 has been over the last week or so, um, yeah, I see a lot of stuff about people saying, you know, why didn't you ask the question when, when they were top of the league? But the question was asked when Sunderland were top of the league. You know, it's always been there. Um, we and would then, have gone top of
2: the league on Saturday if we had well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> top, so <laughs> I think we would so, have stopped yeah. talking about it if we had when, to, so. when we had
0: that when we had that great start <laughs> and everything in the garden was rosy. It, it's still a question that needed to be posed and uh, you know it's 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 frustrating that 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 the answer that came out was so kind of wrapped up in uh in in kind of an enigma wrapped up in a in a, uh, in, a in a an old well worn adage or something like that it just seemed of. like they're making it <laughs> a lot <laughs> harder they, they they seemed
2: to, <laughs> it was just that statement and the way it came across and the whole approach to, to what is, let's be honest, like normal information. Like we know the percentage of shareholdings of most clubs in the country because you can find that information out easily. It's it's not like we're asking for detailed information that fans should never have access to. Um, as I see some people trying to imply that that anyone asking for this is is it's akin to us wanting to, you know, know the ins and outs of everyone's financial dealings, which, you know. And, and fans aren't qualified because we have to just trust trust owners because that obviously works really well um, when people yeah. just blindly trust what, yeah. what owners say. But I think, like, the club of... The approach to it just seems to have made it a, a bigger deal than it needs to be. We have every right as fans, especially at a supporters collective meeting, to ask the question. The fact it was the first question or the main question, if you like, in the start of the meeting, it shows that it's not just a few conspiracy theorists. It's not like, yeah you know... It's not info it's not someone in info wars or something who are asking for this it's pretty' it's pretty sort of mainstream if, right, if the right the Army are asking it and, and it was such a It's like they, it's like they're not answering it and there's no idea why they're not answering it it's like is it doesn't it just doesn't strike confidence because it, it should be no. a fairly easy question well, there's, to no, answer. there's no reason why. there's no no reason reason not to why. answer it yeah, unless there's no there's an reason an issue yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like,
1: there's no there's no reason <laughs> in why the same way that idea. like
2: you know like if, if in any walk of life if you know in any workplace or whatever the only time somebody doesn't want to get asked a question if they've made some kind of mistake or there's the answer isn't what the other person asking it wants to hear and that might sound negative but that's generally what happens like i mean let's be honest if, if you know the answer to something and you know that the person asking the question is gonna like it you don't want to tell them and that's what this comes across as and
0: yeah
2: and like i said before it's not like we're asking for the you know we're not asking for Kira lewis Davis's bank statements. Do you know what I mean? We're just asking yeah. for like who owns the, who owns the yeah. club. Like we spell it out in black. I mean, white. I think I we think deserve the, that.
1: I think on the other, on the other hand, the you know, the, the conversation's been well well, he said they said he has a controlling stake, so why uh, why are you worried? That's that's been the counter-argument. But then exactly. I get that to an extent, <laughs> but the same time, it's just odd that. That's like pretty normal information that you'd share.
0: Yeah. If
1: that stake or, ended up
2: being 41%, yeah. like, if, if, if he's well, willing to say people? he's got a controlling yeah. stake, just say what the stake is and exactly. then say what the other stakes are, and then we'll know. In fact, you wouldn't even need to say it was a controlling stake because if you just told us the, the numbers, yeah. we could add them up ourselves and work out yeah. that it was a controlling stake. The fact that they're not no. doing that would get Chris to do it. That, yeah. <laughs> well, get, obviously, we wouldn't do it. No, because, yeah. yeah. But it, it, the, I was nerd, literally some, asking
0: Chris the other week to add something up. Some nerds we we'd all just we'd all talk about it. Is basically
2: I th- what we're doing. I think yeah. that you know. <laughs> I
0: don't think
1: anyone's like got it in for like Kara Louis Dreyfus or anything like that. You know, I don't. It's not that at all. I think. Definitely I think it's being represented
2: as that by some. though, yeah. which I think is. I don't think, it's fair. To say I don't the think least. it's fair. I think. <laughs> I think
1: the the question. I think it's just. It's not a question of even of the percentages to a point now. It's a question of like, well. You know, we've got a board of we've got a board of shareholders who were here and preaching how important it is for a football club to be transparent and they're the custodians of the club are now saying this information's so precious mm-hmm. that it's confidential.
2: Despite the fact we can Google ninety other percent of ninety percent of other clubs so, in the and find out their shareholders, uh, it just it's despite, just a, you
1: know it's just hypocritical, isn't it? Really, when you when you think about it that way, and there could be you know good. I'm sure they they've got good reasons for doing it. However, I don't like the kind of it doesn't it doesn't make you feel very. You know, it's not, it with, it not with information. Is no. this yeah. if it's if they're like
2: this with this level of basic information, it does make you question things. And it's not about Kira Lewis, it's about the club, like yeah. it is with it. It doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. It's not about having it in for a specific person who owns it. It's like, is the club being transparent with us, yes or no? It appears not. Therefore, we as fans of that club have a right to say, Well, what's the issue there? Why are you not? And that's the end of it for me,
0: considering how. You know how the how the club was bought by the last ownership group. You know that the the there's been transactions within the club that that resemble that that toe sketch with um, with Billy Bleach when he's <laughs> handing over the tens and twos and give, you give me five pounds and I'll give you ten right and then I'll give you fifty pence. No, you give me twenty pounds and you end up having no money at all and and everyone's none the wiser as to how how it all came about. Um, I think in in that circumstance, it's like we we do. Need a little bit of uh, a little bit of sensitivity, maybe from from the new owners, because as 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 we've said, you know, earlier today, we've been burned before, and it's well by it's, some
2: people who are still
1: you, well, know, the, you know around. The, the, the exactly. Funny, yeah. the, the funny thing about this is, right? Like, so we had this, bef- like, so we had this before the Donald out thing happened in the December, and then you had people saying, "Oh, well, it should wait till January; it's going to affect January." And then, yeah. Chris because did that bit, <laughs> And then Chris did that bit on the website posing these sorts of like questions. And then it was like, oh well, um, you should wait till after the meeting. You should have waited after the meeting. And then the, the bit went out a day and the scene is saying, Oh, well, it is an NDA in place, it's a pointless question to ask. It's like, why why are people so desperate to simp for these people? It's like yeah. at the end of the it's day, it's, it's just like... like it's just bizarre. Just like so sometimes, sometimes it's okay to ask questions, and you know, if there's nothing, if there's nothing to, if there's nothing to hide, and like, it's not a case of going around with like tinfoil hats on and being like incredibly suspicious, and like, you know, S- Sunderland fans generally are easily bore by nothing. I mean, you know, if you paint a roof and say you're going to fix a lift and you know, replace some seats in a stadium. Or get Sunland Sports to replace some season stadium. I will <laughs> give you like about two years grace in terms of questioning. Because people people are the good people who want good people at the club and want to buy into things and want to be part of it. Well, and that's the moment if at, at it, the moment it just feels a little bit like we we all want that. Yeah, we all want that. We don't want we, we don't want We don't want to get to there. Ask yes, we don't Asking want to, get, don't want to get there. We don't want to get there by you know having you know the world pulled over our eyes again because you know we've done some like minor diy in the stadium we what you know we want we want to be able to you know find out what these people are going are going to do so we can be really proud of what they achieve and and, and be proud as, as as a collective and i think that's kind of the sad thing again it's it's these kind of lines get drawn and it's like you've got the you know the dissenters and, you know, the people who should, and, 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 you know, the people who, you know, the, the fans, the supporters side, where it's like, you know, you just got to back them. You know, everyone wants to back the club. People don't go to the game. Uh, You know, it's, it's, you know, very few people who go to the game want to sit there and be miserable and unhappy and negative about everything. Like it's, it's not, it's, I want to spend three what? hours on a Saturday. Yeah, exactly. A terrible. Exactly. Time. I want to spend like the vast majority all, of well, every, like,
2: all my money. All well,
1: the like, Saturdays like of my adult life, I want to spend going yeah, somewhere I, I, and being I, I, miserable. Like, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm positive, positive to a fault when it comes to Sunday most of the time, but I mean, you can't just lie to yourself. You can't just bury your head in the sand and pretend that like this type of stuff is normal because when you combine this with, with what's happened under the previous ownership and the fact some of them are still there and the fact that. It seems to be the same type of smoke and mirrors type stuff. And like you can't just pretend it's not happening when it is. Healthily run clubs, especially in the climate at the minute, with like the football fan review and the fact that more and more clubs are going, in, going into serious financial problems. Look at Reading, Derby, Bury. Like you, all of all of those ownerships pulled the wool over their fans' eyes and told them things that weren't true, and nothing was. Nothing, no questions were asked. That's the common denominator, and it's becoming more and more normal for fans to be able to have a say. And not have a say in terms of decision making necessarily, but certainly to 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 expect basic information to be to be provided when asked, because that's the way that this is going. The way that football is going is, is that way in terms of like like I said with the fan review, and we shouldn't be. By we, I mean Sunderland fans. Any Sunderland fan who wants who feels like they they want this information shouldn't be made to feel like they can't ask for it. We can't, we don't just, we, well, we can't just be made for that we have to sit here and get what we're given and if we don't like it it's we're not the owners so we can't be like there's people going into Bat for an ownership group we don't know if they care about the club or about us as fans at all so why would, well, why would you defend them over your fellow fans who were trying to make you know, make sure that we all know the information we it's know, just, I just find it bizarre.
1: We do. Well, we know that a percentage of the club is owned by people who don't like the fans, yeah,
2: exactly. So then why we don't, are people but we just to bat don't know for how them much over, we don't know, how, who want to know the truth is beyond yeah.
1: me. We don't, know <laughs> how, we don't know how much they own, and I think you know that and how much influence they have on a daily basis, and, and that's that's the worry. And you've still got them popping up here and there. We know that some of them still talk to people, um, regarding. No club matters. Um, you know, the, people the wonder why we're suspicious, and we don't. I think, want to I think. I think a real ludicrous thing is about it, and the, the, these two contrasting things is the last sort of big Rower campaign was surrounding. You know, becoming a supporters collective in order to get to a position where, if the opportunity arose, that you know the the um, sorry, trust supporters trust. Yeah. um so if if the opportunity rose for you know fan representation on the board was there um you know that there would be a set up there that would facilitate that and, and create that opportunity seamlessly and now we're in a situation sort of a year later where it's like oh actually it doesn't really matter like the per- what percentage of football yeah. who owns what it's like all oh, right once we' win the league work, then how how does that work then
2: you know what I mean yeah. like you know it's is, is a contrasting thing so it's a, it's basic information Like, I know I've said this already but I'll just say it again this is basic information that you can find out about clubs up and down the country just by googling it why we can't be told that about our own football club doesn't make sense to me
1: it's ra- it raises it's it's more about <laughs> it's not about being negative or paranoid it's just it it raises some questions and if the answers are so simple just tell and us pro- just, and provide them we don't them, want them yeah, to be simple. Fine. we don't want
2: it to be bad like yeah. but Burying your head in the sand and saying everything's great. I'm am I'm, I'm really good at supporting the club because I never question anything. That doesn't get anyone anywhere because that is why clubs yeah. get to where they are. Not yeah. just Sunderland, but other clubs who've had major issues with between board and fans. And it always divide and conquer, isn't it? Because if we don't all sing for the same hymn sheet, it's very easy to find the divides. And quite, you know, we just need to try and find out these answers yeah. while we can, because we can't have. What's happened before happened again, especially not not given the fact that it's now the fourth season, we're in the third tier. And, it, and as Chris Weatherspoon uh, quite rightly has said on numerous cases, we can't survive in this, in this tier as a football club. We need to get out of it. And one of the main ways that would help would be to have a united board who are transparent with the fans. It's it's irrelevant. It's not, it's not irrelevant, but the board should be transparent with the fans, regardless of what goes on in the pitch, whether we're top of the league or fifteenth or whatever. That doesn't matter.
1: But basically, we're, suffer, we're but suffering. success now. on the
2: pitch and off the pitch go hand in hand, yeah. and that's that it's obvious that that's the case. Well, it, it is. It,
1: the ca- it absolutely is the case here because we're, we're still we're still sort of recovering from not getting promoted after the first year because the thought exactly. was <laughs> that they'd come in. <laughs> Take buy the club with our, with our own money another thing that came out of it And you can twist it however you want and get into the semantics of it ultimately and in, you know this is why accountants make good money and this is why people who have accountants don't pay much tax is because they can you know manipulate it and move money around and that's how it works and this is what we're talking about here it's like oh well no that money was always going to go to Ellis Short so it doesn't matter really it's like well no it does matter because they ask, they're asking for 37 million quid to back when 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 Donald was on about selling it and he invited every supporter to contribu- contribute contribute a thousand pounds so he got back what he paid for it he did not pay that twenty point five million for the club that went straight out of the club to him to Ellis Short or wherever it went and that that's that's still a void in 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 those accounts so and you can't just write it off and then go oh but actually the club is worth. Um, that's more yeah. than most clubs have. You don't know, you know, some of the clubs in this thing away. don't have a pot to piss in, never mind 20 million. Yeah. Them to them. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely
2: ridiculous. But yeah, that, that you know that, that does not yeah.
1: matter. That does matter. And and things like that matter. And I think, I, I understand that, that, you know, there's people who just want to, like, everyone generally just wants to go at the game and watch the match and come home and don't want to, like, be get involved in what appears to be some sort of, like, crusade. And you don't have to be like that, but... I think it's fine on a base level, you know, to personally, to say, well, it's interesting that you weren't willing to answer that question fully. And the fact that there appears to be some sort of confidentiality agreement in place, that's unusual. Why is that? And mm. I think that you can have a conversation further on from there, normal conversation. Um, I don't think it has to be a case of like, well, you've been told you've got your answer, you don't like it, so you need to shut up now and like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like to like, say
2: they've answered the question, but they've answered the question by saying they can't answer the question. Yeah, so, no. I mean, technically they've answered it, but yeah. like to use that as like, oh, well, it's fine now. I mean, I've seen some people on Twitter say, well, they've answered the question, haven't they? So that's it. It's like, it was not, it's not yeah, yeah. it because yeah. they've not, they've answered think, it by saying, do you know what it is, though, and, and
1: it's to be, to it's be like, fair, it's like
2: politics. It's
1: yeah. Like, to be yeah, fair to those yeah. people, to be fair to those people, I bet you it's just a perfectly natural response because I want to believe in something good. Yeah. And that's what that's yeah. where all it comes from. It doesn't come from a place of so do <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't come from a place of nastiness. It doesn't come from a place of, you know, I, I, the, I don't think they even, it doesn't come from a place where they're like annoyed by, you know, somebody else kind of campaigning for answers. I think it comes from a place that they just want something positive to happen they want something good to happen they want to believe in these people and i think the the thought may be that it isn't all what it seems it's easier just to lash out isn't it and go no 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 that can't be the case everything's great everything's fine
0: and it might be yeah but, and football, football you know, should be fun football should be yeah. enjoyable and fun and, and a release from the from the everyday struggles and and terribleness of daily life yeah. and Maybe, maybe when we start talking about stuff yeah. in a serious manner, people might go, Well, I'd rather not. I'd rather talk about Ross Stewart's Adam's Apple or Callum yeah. Doyle's Massive Arse or something like that. You know, you can just, do both. You know, part, can do both. part, of, it, part
2: right. of the enjoyment comes from knowing that, well, it should come from knowing that your club's in a good place. And yeah. it's all part of the same part, isn't it? You know, it's all for every yeah. Leuven's on the wing, there's a Madrox owns uh, Madrox in the boardroom. <laughs> Madrox in the boardroom, yeah. 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 There's the pod yeah. title? Right? Yeah, too <laughs> too it's too long. Too long. It is too long.
1: But anyway, some people hated Loons on the wing. Anyway, to be fair, so I think a lot of people did. Too. Yeah, a lot of people did. Rightfully <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe more than Madrox. Maybe who knows. Anyway, we've gone on for ages there about that and rambled on and probably haven't offered any sort of level of expertise, but that's not what we're here for. There's, there's other people who can sort of flesh out the bones a bit more, but as supporters, sometimes it's these are the conversations that people be having in the pubs who are suspicious or feeling a I little think, bit annoyed I think, about it. I think, sorry, as well
2: as say one thing is like it's just it's healthy to ask questions. Like it's it's not it's not a conspiracy theory questioning things is normal it's good it's healthy because if there's nothing if there's nothing to hide then answering those questions should be fine and, and confidentiality agreements just don't scream mm. confidence to yeah. me or, or well, to, or to anyone con- in football
1: confidentiality yeah. not confidence
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, yeah it's just like you know how can you have confidence when you can't have your questions answered and I think it's yeah. important to do that and not just with the board it's healthy to ask questions of the manager it's healthy to ask questions of the team it's healthy to ask questions of anybody because transparency transparency is key. And I think the enjoyment comes from knowing that you're supporting something real and you can't know that you're supporting something real if your questions aren't answered for me. Absolutely.
1: Just leave it there then. Hopefully Stephen will be back next week Um, and obviously Tom and Matthew will be along on Thursday to look back at Morgan, preview the Plymouth game, which is another big one. Um, so stay tuned through the week, and there'll be more content from from Wise Men. Say thanks very much for listening. <laughs>